You're listening to the Ryan Wayne Salon Podcast featuring Joseph Ryan and Donna Lee. Even just sitting there listening to this podcast, you look fabulous. All right, welcome back again to the Ryan Wayne Salon Podcast. It's about time you welcomed me. Welcome, Joseph I've Ryan. I've been sitting here for like five seconds and I, you just now are welcoming me. I have oh, been you're talking to them. watching him drink some champagne. Oh, well, so, you didn't have to out me already. I liked it, though. I mean, I feel like my loose lips <laughs> might give it away. <laughs> and, you're, and you're swinging hips. I do love that. So my name's Joseph. And it all happened in 1988. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to tell you about my deepest thoughts and feelings. And the only way to do that is in a public forum. That's right. So we decided the podcast is the way to go. We'll just share this with a few thousand people. <sighs> you're so sweet. Oh. Well, Donna, you know, I'm so glad that you're here. And actually, mm-hmm. um, I was thinking, even though we're having a good time, that we should probably do a fertility update because oh. we have not discussed all this in yeah. quite some time. Right. So is that good with you? Yeah. Because I know course. I'm kind of switching gears here. Oh, that's okay. It's your podcast. So um, as you all know, Nathan and I have been going through the IVF fertility process mm-hmm. to get pregnant and have hopefully a million babies. Yes. And since we've done this, we've created 10 embryos and mm-hmm. then we've gone through this whole process. And I post all, all about this on my vlog, essentially on Clapper, which is Joseph Ryan Wayne, if you have not followed me on Clapper. Mm-hmm. And we've kind of told you guys the whole process. So the first embryo transfer took place on March 13th. Mm-hmm. And they called me March 13th and they told me, hey, Joseph, we just wanted to let you know that your embryo which, you know, I had five and Nathan had five and we planned to do one of his and one of mine each pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And they said, unfortunately, your embryo that we went to dethaw from the freezer, essentially, did not survive the process. Mm. And so it was super disappointing. Yeah, I'm sorry. And I mean, I know we all go through these things, but it was one of those just shocks mm-hmm. because I thought, how did this happen? They told me that all the embryos were perfect, you know blah 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 well come to find out they're like this only happens like once a year it's just one of those things that can happen you know it's very unusual so it's very sad and to make matters worse it was the only male embryo that i had genetically created so nathan had four boys and one girl and i had four girls and one boy Mm -hmm. so it was one of those things that and once again you can look at all this on my clapper account I was super sad about it, but I, I came to terms with it and I said, you know, I still have these four beautiful girls and Nathan still got his four boys and girl and we'll, we'll make do. And so we moved forward with the embryo transfer and we ended up doing two girls. So Nathan's only girl and my girl Mm -hmm. to start with our first embryo transfer. And we were really worried and I was a nervous wreck. I was having anxiety and stress every single day about did this embryo transfer work? And then are we going to get pregnant? And then if we get pregnant, did both embryos take, you know, just all the things mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, you're a mom. Yeah. It's hard. Like it never ends, right? Never ends. The worry never ends. And so after losing that first embryo, I just was a nervous wreck. And so we went through this waiting game. We went to Destin, Florida on vacation with Brianna and my mom 
and her daughter Lindsay and we enjoyed having some time together and we're just like hopeful that everything would work out. Mm-hmm. And of course we achieved pregnancy. We came back and we found out that we were pregnant. We were really excited. We were able to do the sonogram and we were able to see that both embryos took. So we had twin girls. And mm-hmm. so we were really, really happy with everything going forward. And then we found out that Brianna had a blood clot in her uterus. Oh, oh my. So that blood clot was about the size of an orange. Oh. And the embryos are literally at this point smaller than a chip, uh, chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. Like they're tiny. Right. So it was very stressful, but we were, you what, know. What caused the, the they, blood clot? They don't really know. And the, the, the sad thing about this, I, I feel like I'm hitting one in a hundred. Um, you know, they say that only... Once a year, does an embryo not survive the defrost process? Well, that was me. Mm. And then they said that this only happens like to 1%. Like oh. it's super rare, unusual. Oh. But she ended up getting this blood clot and they said it could have happened from implantation bleeding where the embryos are trying to attach to the walls mm-hmm. and then they um, can cause bleeding essentially because they can hit a blood vessel and then it pulls and develops a clot. There's different reasons, I guess, but it happened. Yeah. And so we were hopeful that we could work it out because he said the embryos are both attached. They're both growing. So hopefully that blood clot will either pass or it will absorb back into her body. Mm -hmm. And then the goal is for the babies to grow larger than the clot to push it out one way or another. Oh, I see. So we were really hopeful. And then, you know, Brianna started having a lot of cramping and bleeding, um, you know, and this was a few weeks ago. And so she went to the doctor and they did another sonogram and they were actually able to get heartbeats. So they were like, everything looks wow. good. Your your expected due dates, November 27th. And we had two babies, like there yeah. was heartbeats and everything. And mm. That was on a Friday mm-hmm. and it was Friday before Easter. And then on Saturday morning, Brianna's husband, Morgan called me and I was at work cause she was at this point on bed rest. Cause we were just trying to have her take it easy because of the, the bleeding and the blood clot and mm-hmm. just trying to take it easy. And her husband called me and tells me that, um, Brianna had tried to get up to go to the bathroom and she fainted, passed out. Oh, no. And she hit her head on the tub. And so he needed to take her to the hospital. And she was bleeding a lot. And so we were very concerned. And part of me is thinking, well, maybe it's this blood clot that's passing. Yeah. And she just got lightheaded, you know. And But then the other part of me is, of course, what if she's having a miscarriage? Mm -hmm. So long story short, he took her to the hospital And that Saturday afternoon before Easter, we were informed that both babies did not survive, that they both, you know, had been a miscarriage. I'm so sorry to hear that. Thank you. I mean, it's super, super sad and emotional. Um, I haven't really talked about it at all. Mm -hmm. I've told, like, I tell the front desk at this point, like, just notify all my clients that I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Don't come in here and tell me you're sorry. Don't tell me is there anything I can do? Because there's not. Mm -hmm. And I know that everybody's coming from a good place and that they care. Right. 
but I just don't want to talk about it at this yeah. point, you know? That many times a day, is, it's got to be Well, hard. yeah, and it's like on repeat, and you can't really heal or or move forward if you're constantly picking at a wound, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to, like, let it simmer and deal with it. So we went to the hospital Saturday. We left work, went to the hospital to see Brianna, and it was the most out-of-body experience to this day that mm-hmm. I've ever had. And I remember I was in there and I was just grateful that Brianna was okay mm-hmm. because hello, she's at risk as well. Yeah. And she's my best friend and I don't want, <clears throat> I don't want anything to happen to her. I don't want anything to happen to her. I don't want anything to make her at risk, but at the same time, I can't help but feel like what happened. Yeah. Friday, we got heartbeats. Saturday, they're gone. Yeah. Like, what happened in this 12-hour period? Mm-hmm. You know, there's just yeah, there's no, no rhyme or reason. Like, it just it just happened. And I know that that's Mother Nature, right? Like, it just happens to everyone. Different mm-hmm. times, different reasons. And there's really no science to prove one way or another. Yeah. So, I went to see her with Nathan. And, of course, I feel terrible for Brianna. Because she, no matter what the doctor tells her, no matter what I tell her, as a woman, you feel like you failed. Yeah, like you did something wrong. And she didn't. She was on bed rest. Like, there's nothing we could have done to make it safer for her and the babies. Right. And I just remember I didn't cry in front of her because I didn't want her to feel bad. Yeah. I'm so sorry. So I asked the doctor. I said, is there a restroom in here? I just need to go to the restroom. And so he said, yeah. And he told me where. And I just went in there and I, I went peeing. I was washing my hands, and then it was, like, the most out-of-body experience I've ever had. It was, like, watching a a movie or a show where the camera's kind of spinning. I don't remember the last time I cried out loud where I sobbed. Oh. You know, I don't remember. Yeah. I was sobbing. I'm sorry. Like, ugly cry. Yeah. And I just had the water running, and I was just crying in there. And Mm. it's so disappointing because... You know, you make plans and you you just immediately. And that's why everybody's asked me. They're like, have you guys decorated the nursery? Have you picked names? And I'm like, no, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Yeah. Because going through fertility treatments and trying to have a baby is so hard. And you don't want to get your hopes up. But also, it's just one of those things that there's no guarantee. Right. It's you do what you can, but there's no guarantee. So it's been... It's been a tough couple of weeks. Yeah, for I'm sure. sorry. I know you're the people listening love you and you're surrounded with love and support. And this story is going to mean so much to people who are in need of understanding what you've gone through that, and to know that they can get out of the other side from the pain that they're going through. Well, and I, I don't want to give up on my dream of having my family, you know, so we're going to try again. But I do feel a huge loss. Yeah. You know, I felt this way even before, you know, I kind of talked about it on my social media about my first embryo loss. And I thought, how can I, how can I feel attached? Like it was never like quote a heartbeat or it wasn't pregnant with like this baby growing or anything like that. But I felt this huge loss Mm -hmm. just knowing about it. And so now I'm in like, I feel blessed that I was able to get that heartbeat sonogram. But at the same time, it's like, would it, would it make it any easier if I didn't know? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's just one of those things that I feel conflicted about. And I think that one silver lining part of this is that it's given me so much more empathy and understanding for men and women going through fertility treatment and pregnancy loss 
mm-hmm. no matter what realm they're coming from. Right. I've worked for women my whole career and I'm always very sympathetic. Like, I'm so sorry that happened when these things come up, but I've never really understood. And you don't really understand until you walk mm-hmm. in walk those shoes, it. right? Yeah. So I feel completely devastated, just perfectly honest. Like, I feel devastated because I, you know, that was Nathan's only female child mm-hmm. yeah. genetically, which regardless of where they come from, they'll be our babies and we'll be happy. But his only female child, my only male. And so at this point, I feel like I've lost three babies, yeah, you know, that's hard. I'm sorry. So I'm going to definitely keep keep trying and we're going to figure it out. Um, we did we did make sure that Brianna was OK, that she's healthy and, you know, moving forward, she can emotionally handle it because she took it really hard I'm sure yeah and she actually wrote me a poem that I think is pretty special but I'll share it with you guys so on Sunday they had to keep Brianna in the hospital overnight because she had blacked out Mm -hmm. and so they wanted to make sure she was okay and she sent me this text at 3 30 in the morning And she said, I've been up all night, and this is what it's been on my mind. Ugh, I might not be able to read it. (laughs) She said, I love you so much. I'm so sorry for your loss. I know I'm not the only one hurting. I know that you and Nathan will be parents. I know that these little girls are in heaven, wrapping their arms around you. And their spirit, brothers and sisters... I believe that you will get to hold them one day, and I'm so honored that you entrusted me with such a precious gift, one that I do not not take lightly. All joking aside, I have never been more proud of you. You're going to be such strong, loving fathers. And I wrote this poem about how I'm feeling. And she titled it, Before You Were Born. I never felt you kick. Never held you in my arms. So why does my heart feel sick? Like I'm trapped in a terrible storm. I've imagined your hands, toes, face. Pictured giving birth to you both. I can't believe you're gone without a trace. When I so clearly saw your growth. Heartbeats beating. My heartbreak is undeniable. But my love for you is never leaving. Your daddy's love is what made you viable. Blossoming through life's trials. You never met them, but they loved you too. Your first pictures brought them the biggest smiles. Although your journey is through, you are a part of this family. Keep an eye up above and remember us happily. And know you are missed, but most of all loved. Oh, that's beautiful. I think that, you know, you just have to think in a higher power and that everything happens for a reason, even though it's not comfortable or pleasant. Yeah. But what beautiful words that she shared. And I've shared this with, you know, Jeff and some other people when people ask me, why did I want Brianna to carry our children? And I said, because I don't trust anyone more than I trust my sister. Like you think about people who are particular with who's going to babysit their kids. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you think I'm going to feel about somebody who's growing them, nurturing them and protecting them mm-hmm. before they're born? And so the only peace of mind that I have at this point is knowing that she did everything that she could to keep them safe and get them here. Right. And 
there's no reason for her to feel guilty. There's no reason for me to feel guilty. And we just have to accept that this is God's will, essentially. Right. And it's just one of those things that we're just going to take it day by day. Yeah. You know, maybe their precious little lives weren't just ready yet. And the next ones will be stronger. And I know you guys are best friends, but this has probably even brought you guys closer together if that was even possible, I'm sure. So we're all very sorry for your loss. Well, thank you. And I'm sorry to cry. It's, it's okay. not You're everywhere. Human. You're a magnanimous, amazing, <laughs> flamboyant, beautiful, incredible, funny human. And when you show your, your soft human side, I think that makes people love you even more. So <sighs> I think we all thank you to, to show us that and to trust us with that. Well, thank you. And thank you for everybody who's been supportive of us on this journey because it's definitely been an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. And for anybody else who's going through this, I understand where you're coming from and I hope that you don't give up on your dream. Yeah. Because yeah. I know a lot of people who've been through this that they end up finding their happy family, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's a fun m- emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm a goal-oriented planner, and I'm a control freak. So this has just been really, (laughs) really fun for me. (laughs) I'm like, okay, really? Like, I'm so ready to be in control. Like, everything is so out of my control. It's not even in my body. Like, I can't even. Right. That's a good point. So stressful. Let it go. I'm letting it go. Let it go. Well, we all love you very much. I love you, too. Well, I just wanted to give you guys an update. I know it started on a fun, positive moment, but I was like, you know, everybody's been asking me yeah. about this and I feel like I should probably update everyone just because if I can just put it on this podcast and I can just let people listen to it and I don't have to say it over and over because mm-hmm. it is super raw. Yeah, it just happened. It's super raw and I just want to let everybody know that I love you and I appreciate you. And I definitely know that everybody's coming from a good place and they care. Mm-hmm. And so it's not... It's not that I'm ungrateful for all the people who are trying to reach out to me and console me. Yeah. But, you know, the best therapy is retail therapy. So just take me on a shopping spree. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't hug me and tell me you love me. Just be like, oh, my God, stuff. you're so pretty. Let's go shopping. <laughs> like, oh, my God, I feel so much better. <laughs> we know how to get to it. Oh, Lord. Well, hopefully you guys don't give up on us because I'm not. And don't stop listening to this podcast because I promise I won't cry next time. We're all on this journey with you together. (laughs) Well, thank you for coming to see me, Donna. Thank you. you. Thank you for your words and for sharing your thoughts and feelings. We love you. And I love you the most. Oh, good. Well, you guys like, follow, share, and enjoy your hair. And hopefully soon we'll have a really positive podcast about these babies being born. For sure. Thank you for listening to the Ryan Wayne Salon Podcast. Remember to follow us wherever you listen to these podcasts and check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'll see you next week.